Um, everybody, thank you so much for coming today. I'm Barbara Slavin. I'm acting director of the Future of Iran Initiative at the Atlantic Council. And one of the things that we pride ourselves on doing is showing Iran in all its dimensions. So uh, Iran is a country. It's not just a nuclear program. Uh, we've had events on the Iranian uh, environmental situation. We've done events on uh, Peace Corps volunteers in Iran. And this is the, actually the second event that we've had on the contemporary art scene uh, in Iran, uh, which is terrific and vibrant and unfortunately not well known uh, outside the country. Um, we have a really special treat. Um, and I want to thank also the uh, thank Epicenter, which is a new initiative of the Institute for Policy Studies, for bringing us today Mehdi Handyandu, the most famous public artist in Iran, whose fanciful murals appear all over Tehran, as well as in other major cities around the world. Uh, I think you have biographies, uh, but I'll just briefly introduce Mehdi. He's known for his utopian and philosophical paintings that deal with universal human precepts, his use of surrealism and <coughs> symbolic elements. He invites us to consider new realities and the shared universality of our existence, which is certainly a welcome thing in this election season. Um, Mehdi grew up on a farm during the Iran-Iraq War, and those experiences had a lasting impact him and on his entire generation. Uh, he answered an open call from the municipality of Tehran's Beautification Bureau, uh, and uh, he painted over 100 gigantic murals throughout Tehran between 2004 and 2011, and we're going to see uh, some of those as well as some of the other artworks that he's done. Uh, let me also introduce uh, David Fershgott. He's the founder, president, and chief executive officer of International Arts and Artists, which he began in 1995. Uh, under his leadership, uh, IA&A has grown to become a local and national leader in cross-cultural and international exchange. Uh, David was previously executive director of the International Sculptor Center, which is the profession professional association for sculptors. Um, he served as visual arts director of the Spoleto Festival USA, as community arts director for the state of South Carolina, and as a curator with the Gibbs Museum of Art. And I'm basically going to turn this conversation over to him uh, because, as may be uh, obvious, he is much more practiced and experienced in the world of art than I am. But I think we're going to begin with a slideshow. And there should be a mouse uh, available over here. OK, do you want to you click through? And uh, if we could dim the lights, and you'll get a, an idea of some of the things that, uh, that Mehdi has done. And these are all, um, these are all murals painted on the sides of buildings in, in Tehran. Um, I can tell you it's a vast improvement on the sides of most of the buildings I've seen in Tehran in my experience, particularly the ones with death to America and, and, and uh, bombs and the American flag. This is a great improvement.
That's it? Okay. Okay, well, maybe we'll stop there and, uh, and we'll begin. Um, I think, yeah. Don't mean to have my back to you. No, it's okay. Uh, I think everyone would be very interested to know how you became an artist. If you could just tell us a little bit about your background. Um, this was not what you originally thought you were going to be doing. And uh, if you want to speak in Farsi, we are very lucky to have the services of an impromptu translator. I would like to start okay. with Farsi. Okay. I can speak English, but uh, because I'm not very good in speaking English, I rather uh, my friend to translate my sentences to you. من مدیریت بیمارستانی خوندم دومان رشته دانشگاهیم ولی دو سه ماه بعد که بعد از اینکه رفتم دانشگاه انصراف دادم چون صحنه هایی که میدیدم مناسب حالا اون علاقه من نبود و نقاشی خوندم توی دانشگاه بکراندی از قبلش نداشتم همزمان که کشاورزی کردم بعد هم لیسانس نقاشی رو که گفتم فوق لیسانس هم انیمیشن خوندم so he started originally um, with um, hospital management, and then he gradually um, shifted to, to, towards the arts. And at the same time, he was a farmer as well. What did you grow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A potato, tomato, and uh, many good things. And so his mother was a poet from Shah Savanan. Poet? Nomad? Shad Bashir. Ashayir. No, I'm sorry. A tribe from the tribe. Ashayir. I'm sorry. Bale, but I was in the house of Dar Ghali, and my mother was very happy with me. And this was the beginning of this story, and then دنیای هنر و ادبیات ایران و ادبیات غرب آشنا شدم و فکر کنم منابع الهامم جای مختلفی بودن از کارهای هنری گرفته تا رمانای مختلف و فیلمای مختلف so one of his main inspirations for him getting into arts was his mother was his mother who was um who used to wave uh, uh, rugs uh, what else uh, carpets as well and just different types of Persian rags, like gilliams. Yes, and because of one person who was in the middle of the war during the war, and like many of the other children in Iran, I was not a citizen or a member of the community. Many of us have experienced this situation. I think that the effect of the war and the news of the war and the Aziz متفاقا و موشکواران ها حتما روی ناخداگاه همه ما داشته و شاید بشه گفت که این خیلی طولانی شد So he was he was just starting to talk about how he was deeply influenced by the Iran Iraq war like many other youths who were in Iran at the time و تأثیر اون اتفاقات و تغذیه از ادبیات مدرن و هنر مدرن فکرم منجر شد به این کار و دیدن نیاز مردم به هنرهای شهری تو تهران. So he was um could you repeat that one time sorry. میتونم بگم که آشنایی من یادم نمیاد. نه تا 
تلفیق اتفاقایی که در ناخودآگاه همه ما ها افتاد در ناخودآگاه همه ما به اضافه منابعی که ما ازشون از نظر ادبی و هنری تغذیه کردیم so just a mixture of all, just uh, to everything that was going on in Iran at the time that influenced them so much unconscious yeah. subconscious yeah subconscious okay okay um, I mean I think uh, sorry go please I'll try to explain okay. English I think the result of uh, growing up in Iran during uh, these years after revolution also uh, studying in same time uh, Western novels or movies and artworks and, and uh, all of them had uh, impact on me and I translated all these mixed uh, experiences to my public art experiences. Um, a lot of what you do is surreal. So, I mean, is it Salvador Dali or, you know, these kinds of things? What, what what gave you the inspiration for, for these very uh, heavily surrealistic and symbolic paintings? I think, uh, unfortunately, in, I mean, in recent years, we can't tell exactly that this artist is surrealist, this artist. It's a mixed mixture of uh, many styles, but I wanted to create utopian escapes in Tehran because when I started to um, paint murals in Tehran, Tehran was very gray because of bad urban planning, because of, um, I mean, the, the messy buildings that you can see everywhere in Tehran because this city is not planned recently. You, can, you can't find a... You can't find a straight street. I don't know if you can find a straight street. It's like New York, it's like everything is 90 degrees. و اینه که بیش از بقیه شهرها این به هم ریختگی بسریش آزار میده. And just the way the city was just managed and built up was just bothersome. Now people have real landmarks. They can say, meet me by the, the mural of the person riding the bicycle. You know, actually this one reminds me a little bit of E.T., you know? The movie E.T.? Uh, I didn't see. But there's a big difference in what is in Tehran downtown now than what it was when you graduated college uh, 12 years ago. Uh, is that? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, I'm not sure if I understand your question well or not. The Tehran is different from 12 years ago? Mm -hmm. I think so, yes. And I think my public projects were good for Tehran 12 years ago because I wanted to create something uh, uh, and change the gray facade of walls to more colorful. And I wanted to start the engine, um, start the imagination engine of people with my works. I didn't, I didn't like to tell them stories about. Uh, my aim was to uh, uh, absorb their attention for even 10 seconds, just to help them to be more happy or something like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. David, I'm going to let you take over. Let, let, me, um, let me comment. I, I, a lot of you are Iranian, I think, maybe. Is that yes. Can I ask uh, <laughs> so how many people have been to your, Tehran within the last 10 years? OK, so, so a number of you. So, um, so let, me, let me put
put a, a frame in, on the picture here for a second and say that when I first went to Tehran in, in 2003, I went to judge the national painting competition there. Uh, it was the first time they had invited a, a, any foreigners, and particularly an American, since the revolution. It was the sixth Biennale. The streets were barren. The only types of murals that you would see were essentially political murals that, uh, you know, damning America or, or showing the Ayatollah or whatever it might be or whatever. A little bit later, the next layer of murals, you can correct me if I'm wrong, please, and comment on this. The next layer was what happened during the Iraq-Iran war where there were all the murals to martyrs, which are everywhere. Um, and then all of a sudden, when I visited last year, I was there for a month around Norris time. And uh, I hadn't been in several years. And, and, and all of a sudden, the, the city was brightened up. The, the, there was public sculpture. There was Mehdi's murals everywhere. I was absolutely enthralled. The streets, the landscaping on the highways and all. And this is why. Why did this happen? <laughs> I think it's good to ask this question from municipality managers because it was <laughs> only open for artists uh, 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 open for artists call and I participated in this uh, and it was good even for me that uh, because I wasn't uh, let me talk in Farsi sure 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 for me it was very interesting that I saw a new world in the city برای اینکه همین دوره‌های مختلف کاری در هنر شهری تهران رو که دوستمون فرمودن رو هممون متوجه شده بودیم و خب به عنوان ملتی که به عنوان مردمی که تو اون جنگ شرکت کرده بودیم نظرم شاید از نظر بصری کار جالبی نباشن کشیدن تصاویر شهدا روی دیوار به اون ابعاد که یکی بیاد نارنجک بزنه بهشون یا اتفاقای دیگه بیفته ولی همه ما تو ایران حداقل مدیون زحمتای بودیم که حالا این جنگی که کاری نداریم که مقصرش کی بوده اتفاق افتاد so he was talking about um, how many Iranians have gone through the experience of war and how that's influenced uh, um, their works uh, and And I think first time I saw um, a painting in my own style, I mean, non-political, maybe, uh, painting, and I said that, okay, it's possible to do something new in Tehran. And they really liked new ideas that I gave to them. They accepted all five uh, designs that I gave them, and they decided to give me, gave me more walls to beautify, and they gave me some options because they liked my style, and also people liked my styles. And in early years, I did around or more than 100 mural in Tehran. And the streets are beautiful because of you. Actually, <laughs> well, <laughs> as you pointed out, David, also there's been a big change in terms of uh, landscaping, 
uh, gardens, flyovers, and so on. Um, you know, every time that I've gone in the last few years, also you've seen that there's real attention to making the city attractive. Yeah. And I think that because of the structure of Tehran and because of the bad urban planning, we had um, three facade of wall uh, buildings that you can paint on them. I, I have never seen uh, cities like Tehran. In Tehran, I think. Uh, Tehran has around 5,000 empty walls that you can paint on them. It's completely <laughs> different uh, uh, to, for example, Boston. That, that now I'm doing a public project there because I can find only one wall there, and it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's the one that I'm working on. Where, where is it in Boston? It's in Davis Square. Which square? Davis Square. Davis Square. Davis Square. Oh, sure, in Cambridge. Yes. And the artist before me was, uh, uh, the work there was Lawrence Zuner, Lawrence yeah. Wiener. It's in Jimmy Square, in South Station. Okay. And previously there was a work there by Lawrence Wiener. It's part of the Greenway that comes out there. There's a ribbon of public park that runs through the city called the Greenway. Mm -hmm. We should pass the microphone. Yes. I, are you picking up the sound uh, without a microphone, or have to have a microphone? I'm sorry. So we should. Here, let me. Do we have another mic? Yeah, if you could please. Yeah. Thank you. It's not working. Hello. Yeah. It's okay. okay. It's working. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Mehdi, Mehdi was just alluding to a public project that he's working on at the moment in Boston, and it's in Dewey Square, Dewey Square. which is close to South Station, and it's part of a public art project which is managed by the Greenway, mm -hmm. the Rose Kennedy Conservancy Greenway, which is a, a ribbon of public parks that runs through the center of Boston. Um, it, it's on a large air intake structure for the, for the um, mass transit system there. So it's a very unusual shaped building, and it, and it, it almost exactly fits Medi's style. It, it's 76 feet by 76 feet in size, and there are no windows, and there's this large dome on this building. So it, it's really worth actually looking it up, maybe. If you Google Medi Gajanlu in Boston, you'll be able to see this project that he's currently working on. Um, and it's great. So when Medi was invited to the project, it, it was a wall that he'd seen before on the internet. And he'd seen it um, originally painted by some artists called Osgemios, who were from Brazil. Um, and it became quite a famous, a famous sort of public work. And each year, the Greenway invited different international artists to come and paint the wall. So previously, it was Lawrence Wiener. And now Mehdi is. Um, He's, he's the, the current artist on the wall, and he's about halfway through. So he's just taking the trip down today off the wall to come and talk to you guys, and then he's back, <laughs> back. early tomorrow morning. still on his hands. Can, can, I see that. Can I ask what the, what the painting is? Uh, the name of painting is The Spaces of Hope. Mm -hmm. And um, a book with, I don't remember the name, David Harvey, maybe, uh, English. A British sociologist had written this book, and it's about how to bring hope to bad neighbors, something uh -huh. like this. Yeah, mm -hmm. 
And also, I started study about this project one year ago when I received the invitation email, and I wanted to uh, know more about America. I started to study about, and I read some novels from Polester, 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 yeah. Uh, and I think uh, one that was more in relation with my work, and I wanted to, um, I wanted to create something for people who live in that novel. Uh, the name was the City of Last, something like this. And yes, this uh, the aim for me uh, is to bring hope to Boston. <laughs> I think we could all use a little hope in this country <laughs> these days. And everywhere, I think, especially <laughs> now that we can, when you turn on your TV or when you scroll in your social media, you can see lots of bad news for everywhere. And you need, uh, as Iranian under sanctioned country or as as a country that uh, in Middle East or as even a citizen of America, I think we all need hope, mm -hmm. and the public art can create this balance. Maybe you can talk about, we actually talked a little bit before about how the sanctions affected your studio that you, can you, uh, and, and yes. would you? I like to talk about because I think the government of USA thinks that the sanctions usually had effect on our government, but me as a painter, I can't find a speci specific colors. For example, when you go to shop and say that, do you have purple? They said, no, we are under sanctions. <laughs> My father is a farmer, and uh, he is kind of broke because of sanctions, because uh, he can't use poisons or something like to disinfect the vegetables or something like this. And you can see the effect of sanctions in every corner of Iran. And it's not good. So it affects the artists as well as everyone else. Eh? Definitely, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's hard to sell works for other artists. I'm working in, with galleries in US and London, but for other artists, uh, usually it's very hard to sell works and you know, transfer money and lots of uh, problems. Yeah. So you, you, but you've gained representation outside, the, outside of Iran, and that helps you, but it doesn't help the average Iranian artist. Huh? Exactly, yes. Yeah. And also, it's, uh, it, it has a very bad impact, I think. And, other Iranian artists because, you know, when dealing with Iranians are hard, art collectors can't come and buy. Also, I think recently with this problem that if you travel to Iran, you will have problem for your U.S. visa. Mm -hmm. Lots of my European uh, friends and art collectors who wanted to come to Iran and uh, start to present Iranian artists in Europe, they can't come. They don't want to put them in risk to come to Iran and start to communicate and present Iranian artists. And it's the, I think it's a big problem in art scene. And we have lots of other problems. Did you have difficulty with your, uh, getting your arrangements to come to Boston? Yes, sorry, can you repeat? Did you have difficulty coming to, when you made <laughs> arrangements to come to Boston? Uh, yes, honestly, my visa was rejected until uh, under 221G section of visa, it usually happens for uh, people who want to come to America under <laughs> from Iran, Sudan, and Syria. So, difficulties? Did you have difficulties on the departure side as far as the Iranian government goes? No. No. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, I, I'm uh, in usually I can transfer my works also easily from here. Mm -hmm. um, do we want to see some of his paintings now as well? Oh. Uh, although I, I did want to ask, how do you do these murals? I mean, are you on this <laughs> giant scaffold, and do you have a, like a little uh, a little mock-up plan, and then uh, you no, we usually use the scaffolding in Iran, and uh, unfortunately, these scaffoldings are not immune. I don't have the picture of them, but it's only pipes and pipes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my wife l lost one of uh, her friends, uh, artist friends, because of working on this kind of scaffolding. Uh, but uh, yes, I, I had a group. I mean, uh, many of my friends, my classmates, my uh, university friends helped me to paint this amount of paintings. Yes, <laughs> I should think so. Okay. <laughs> Um, I think we're going to, if you could dim the lights again, uh, we're going to see some uh, other artworks. Thanks. I want to mention about the difference between my public arts and my works in the studio because when I work in public, I usually feel responsible for people, especially especially in Tehran when you want, uh, when you work. Uh, I usually uh, checked my designs with my mom and I asked that, do you like to see it on the wall? <laughs> you know, because I think the public pro, pu public arts uh, should be positive because yeah, they are not in your gallery by their own decision. You force them to see your uh, artwork on the street, so you should be more positive and you should think about majority of people, not only art critics. But working in a uh, studio is different and you can have your own style. and. Uh, these are uh, paintings from my first series uh, of my painting that sh I've shown in London. The uh, name was Perception. One second. Uh, sorry. About this airplane, uh, I think I was seven or eight uh, that uh, this problem happened with Iranian airplane. Oh, yes. Non-military yes. Iranian airplane. And yes. Yeah, it has very strong impact on me, especially because the media in Iran, because we had only two channels for television, and they 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 showing the they were showing the pictures of these, and it has very strong impact. And this airplane crashed by uh, USA missile, and uh, I created some artworks uh, under this, I mean, impact. This was the, the plane that was shot down by the Vincennes uh, yes. in, during the Iran-Iraq War. I, I, yeah. ha I have another painting. Uh, is this in this? Okay. <coughs> Thank you. Yeah, we have some more chairs for those who need. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Okay. Wait one second. Let them let them have a seat. <laughs> it's okay. I always tell the facilities people here that everybody who says they're going to come to my events actually comes. So. <laughs> Maybe they'll believe me next time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this one's very interesting. Thank you. That was a painting from my first exhibition, and the name was Illusion of Happiness. Hmm. What is he looking at? <laughs> it's the question. <laughs> uh, the name of this painting is Zero Time, and I think my works are more philosophical because 
uh, you can't see elements from Iran or China or USA in these paintings. Um, I don't know why, but I usually use this universal language just to communicate with people not with using spe specific clothes or architecture in my works. And they, I think they, why they created uh, in my studio is that um, uncertainty um, and unstability in this world. Something like this. اگه اشکال نداره شما ترجمه کنین فکر کنم که اینا میتونه که با همه ارتباط برقرار کنه چون از زبان مشترک احساسی توش استفاده شده مثل ترس و بیم و امید و که همه ما همه جای دنیا تجربه اش کردیم critiques that you've had over the years and people have often compared you to Magritte and all but I think it's mm. much has a much more of a modern sensibility and much less of a uh, it's the work is much less connected to any particular culture they're very universal uh, and I think uh, anyone can I easily think it's relate. because that I usually use uh, medias from every corner of the world just to know more about the people who are coming in. Roman Gary, Milan Kundra, and yes, I think the, uh, reading these kind of novels and uh, movies helps me to be more universal. You were mentioning before that, this, that you had a large working studio um, yes. and uh, with other artists that were working with you to help you with you, these things and that. Not in my studio. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, pu public projects, I usually ask them to help me because if I wanted to paint 100 mural, <laughs> uh -huh. sure. uh, yes, sure. uh, it was very time consuming. But in my studio, I can't uh, use my assistant. So, yeah, so you, you, all your canvases are done by yourself, of course, yes. Yes, and, and I think the advantage of uh, working in big public art projects is that uh, working on the canvas is like a piece of cake, I mean, <laughs> you can paint them easily. Mm -hmm. There's no technical problem. It's the, uh, the all is about the concept. Mm -hmm. um, this one, the name of this one is City of Hope. Uh, the name of complex that now I'm living in Tehran is uh, City of Hope. City of Hope. Uh, mm -hmm. In the extreme west. Uh, part of Tehran, uh -huh. and when I open the window, I usually can see the lots of empty buildings mm -hmm. that, because you know, the construction industry is uh, mm -hmm. died, I think, uh, and one of the reasons is sanction and mismanagement, and yeah, you can see lots of these kind of big buildings and skyscrapers with no human inside. This is on the way to Kasvin, in that direction? Yes. Yes, yes yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I, I was impressed with, yes, entire, looked like entire cities that were built yes, exactly. for no one yet. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of m possibilities for murals, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no one will see them. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. The name of that one was 219 Banjing Souls, previous one. 219? 
وندرینگ وندرینگ سولز روح سرگردان که بازم این هم ایدش دقیقا 290 قربانی همون حادثه همون بمبی هستش که به هواپیمای مسافر بری ایران هدف قرار داد. The idea comes from the 290 people that were killed in the, the attack with the airplane in oh, 1988. Yeah, yeah, the Iran air flight. Yeah. 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 دقیقا یکی دلیلش هم اینه که حالا همه اتفاق افتاد و اینکه پدر خودم هم توی جبهه بود و اینکه هر صبح که بیدارم شدی انتظار داشتی که یکی زنگ بزن بگی خالش خوبه یا حالش بره Until then from now he still sees nightmares about that incident and then um, going back to what uh, his father was in the war and then that fear of just you know waking up to a phone call about his father so awesome Um, um, yeah, we'd like to open up for, for questions, so uh, raise your hand and uh, we'll bring the microphone. Uh, Mara, can you bring the microphone to people? Thanks, yeah. Okay, uh, let's start with Faye here, yeah. Uh, thank you, Barbara, this is a great program. Uh, my question to you is, uh, does this project was started by the municipality in Iran or this was something that you just came up with and did you have a hard time getting the municipality on your side or not? Uh, this project uh, started by municipality and they created the mural office under the, under the Department of Urban Arts, something like this. And they wanted to commission lots of artists that had new ideas to change the face of Tehran 11 years ago. And not only me, lots of my friends and other artists, students, and painters did uh, projects, but um, I became more famous because I did more projects, and I leave my studio. I left my studio and started seriously to work on these kind of projects for Terra. So this was under Ahmadinejad when he was still the mayor, yeah? Or was it Kalibov? No, it was by Kalibov. Under Kalibov, okay. Ahmadinejad was already president. Yeah. Yes, please. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> My question is just that your drawings are so real, I cannot tell the real object and the painted object when they are has been put together. And uh, do you have any pictures that shows the before and after that the person like me that is not very talented can tell the difference where the real picture is and where the uh, painting that you have. You know. yes. Online, uh, if you look up his name online, you will see, especially with the C, there's a CNN section, and they show the blank walls. Yeah. And again, and these walls, what people don't understand maybe is that they are flat walls. These holes and these bends and everything. Yeah. This is this is out of his mind. <laughs> would, you, would you like us to show the little CNN uh, tape? It's it's very short. Would you like us to show yes. that? Yeah, actually, if if you have that uh, available, we'll turn the lights down again. Uh, very nice uh, Iranian uh, uh, correspondent for CNN did a piece a few years ago, 
and uh, which I watched before uh, before this event, and I think this might give you a, a better idea. Before, after, before, after, before, after. Few artists in the Islamic Republic of Iran have taken more big, old, ugly walls and turned them into mind-bending works of art than Mehdi Qadyanlu. I never thought my job would be painting murals, he tells us in his studio in Tehran. But eight years after he painted his first wall, Qadyanlu has become an internationally recognized muralist who's made an unlikely career out of beautifying bland barriers. When I drive and see a good wall, I say to myself, wow, what a wall, what a wall. <laughs> Remarkably, Radyonlu says he didn't start taking painting seriously until he was 18 years old when he sketched his aunt. She was so impressed, she enrolled him in a class. Radyonlu's big break came when the government hired him for a project to beautify parts of Tehran with public art. Iranian authorities censor art not deemed consistent with Islamic values, but Radyonlu says his instructions were simple just make it look pretty. My hand was open, he says. No one interfered with my work. I never even talked to them. I did my work and they liked it. Adyanlu's work clearly doesn't push the political envelope. His murals are mostly surreal snapshots of everyday life. Adyanlu says whenever he starts a project, his priority, his aim is to do art that makes people stop in their tracks. In folded walls, he pushes back building facades to reveal white clouds and blue skies. In cycle of life, he honors his grandfather, who often wonders where his youth went. In childlike vision, Radyonlu takes us inside the imagination of school kids. The first time I was really happy about my work is when I saw a group of tourists taking pictures in front of my mural, he says. I stood from afar and really enjoyed it. Art lovers outside Iran are noticing too. Radyonlu has been invited to a number of international street art festivals, including one in America where he'll join other artists in painting murals in Louisiana. It's a very good feeling, he says. Our dreams and imaginations are ones people share all over the world. So I know I'm communicating with everyone. Reza Seya, CNN, Tehran. I mean, lead to this painting because I wanted to create something hopeful, and this one, this one was the connection uh, to uh, to name this art, also to create something for people. You know, uh, in my painting that it's not finished yet, you can see lots of people uh, on staircases and r on queues, and it remind it will remind you that kind of uh, um, I mean image image, but in very. Uh, 
hopeful face. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this borders a little bit on the political, but not. <laughs> huh? I think my works are political, but uh, I mean, not the political that we usually use in uh, art. I, um, I wanted to create utopian cityscapes that they were never exist everywhere. You can't walk in the air, even here. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe someday. <laughs> but not yet. Do we have any other questions? Yes, ma'am. Wait for uh, the microphone. Uh, thank you, Barbara. I'm Shima from GW, and uh, I have a question for you. Uh, aside from Tehran, which is a capital and um, everybody expected to be beautiful, uh, other cities and provinces in Iran are severely suffering from environmental and urban damages. Is there any plan in the future to expand your project uh, for other cities, specifically in the south, like Khuzestan, Sistan, Baluchistan, or provinces as such? Uh, honestly, I decided to not paint murals. Uh, since five years ago because uh, it was like overproducing when you painted 100 mural you need in my opinion five years on or ten years of rest just to update your visual library and you know to experience something uh, you can't paint 1000 mural around this uh, country and have improvement in the I mean quality and connection between your work and people. I decided to stop and when I invited to London to have a show, I did some murals but they, these murals were in connection with my exhibition and I wanted to come back to studio and work more freely, you know. Working for uh, public art is very good in my opinion, but um, you can't be yourself. Uh, you saw some of my uh, paintings uh, here. Uh, this is me, not the public arts, you know, in public arts is like, in my opinion, and for me, you can, uh, I mean, you can have another answers, but for me is like uh, graphic design project, mm -hmm. you know, you, and you should have the satisfaction of people instead of your, uh, I mean, client, but in uh, pure artwork, like your studio, you can be more free and nobody wants someone, uh, not someone, I mean some idea, uh, control uh, him from outside that you are working in public space, take care of people, be more happy, be more hopeful. <laughs> but I like to work on those areas, especially in the city that you named Khuzestan because I visited there uh, twice and I, I, and I can see the lack of this kind of serious projects on that areas. Unfortunately, after my projects, lots of lots of public art projects started after my works that uh, unfortunately they copied in low quality uh, my works. And <laughs> when someone is in Tehran, sorry, they, they think that all these projects are with me, but no, I think 90% are copy of my works. And <laughs> It's good. It's a good news for me that my work had connection with people. But uh, you can see, unfortunately, when, sorry, when you um, do a good, uh, I mean, project that people like, when someone copy it in a very bad way, people, start, people will start to hate these kind of projects. But I really like to work. I also work 
uh, on a painting in Karaj, the city that I was born. And I also I invited, uh, after I invited to Boston, I invited from my hometown to uh, do a um, project there. And I think it will be continuation of this project if I want to do. I like to do. Can, can I ask I, about the influences on you? I mean, we were talking about Salvador Dali, Magritte, so on. Yes. Uh, are there specific artists that you would cite? You, you also mentioned literature. I, I, I like surreal, surrealistic artists. I also, based on my uh, work and based on my taste in design, I like minimal architectures like Tadawando. I like styles, uh, architecture, and also painters like Le Corbusier. You can see their footsteps on my works. <laughs> and also, I usually, for example, when I want to create a series of working, uh, I start to focus on sp specific uh, novelists. And I live through um, the characters uh, in the novel. Mm -hmm. And I start to create spaces based on the spaces that happening to in in the novel but i don't illustrate i usually put myself in that condition just to create something yeah, it's a process mm -hmm. it, it's mm -hmm. yeah, so your pu your private works then are really not meant to please anybody but yourself <laughs> I, I mean, well, and, and yes. yeah, yeah, and, and it's, it's good. I mean, it's, 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 it's I think it's the same to uh, sure. many artists. No, sure, sure, absolutely. Yes. Um, they don't care about, I mean, the market. They don't care about the people. But in in public project, for example, you can't paint this sinkhole in the public. That's it. <laughs> yeah, this one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good for a public. It can be in sure. a museum and. Uh, you know, people can ignore it. Which is, yeah. Sure. Meti, your question? work is magnificent. Thank you. And you're very hard working. You're very prolific. And you're very young. I think you have many, many more years. And we look forward to see more work of you. My question is what kind of paint did you use for the murals? Huh. Oh. And how long you would know, they last? I don't want to relate everything to sanctions. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, it will happen because in the first years, of my murals, I used a German color. I don't, I don't remember the name. It was very high quality. And even now, after 12 years, from my first project in Vanak Square, the name is Freshness, you can see this painting is alive. But I think after five years, the quality of colors were very bad because of uh, many things that happened also on chemical industry in Tehran. And now the colors are not high quality. Mm -hmm. We have uh, high quality colors, but unfortunately, it's not um, in reasonable price to use them in public projects. Does, does the smog and the, uh, and, the, and the pollution affect the works as well? The smog, the, smog, pollution. the pollution. pollution. Yes, yes, I think so. Yeah. Um, uh, the first generation of my works uh, are washable. Uh -huh. They can wash with uh, only water, mm -hmm. but second ones, I think, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> was there any uh, public resistance uh, to to this beautification project with the murals on the grounds that this was either frivolous or was not consistent with what had been before and the legacy of Ira the the Iran Iraq War, etc. Was there was there any 
resistance or controversy over the murals when you first began? I don't think so because uh, I, uh, let me explain the first thing. I think that the first thing is that the first thing is that the first thing is that the ولی به طور موازی بنیاد شهید همچنان در حال کار کردن توی تهران هستش و خب یعنی بدنه این کارا متفاوتن با هم دیگه so let's break it down uh, so there's different followers uh, right different sponsors for mural art i mean for mural projects uh, one is uh, Beautification organization of municipality, and second one is Bonyada Shahid Martyr Foundation, something Martyrs like this. Yes, I don't know if I understand your question good or not. No. آها نه معمولا که میدیدن طرحو چون بالاخره رو دیوار خونه ما هم بخوام نقاشی کنم یه اول طرحو ببینم ولی میدیدن خوشحال که میشدن هیچی و کل اون تایم هم پذیرایی میکردن از سو دوز هو سایت لوفد ایت سو دیر واز نو اینی سریس یو نو چالنجز سو ار دی دی میرلز اف دی مارترز اند دی آنتی امریکن میرلز دوز ار استیل دیر Uh, I think the main problem now, as we mentioned, that Medi's project now, maybe it's not good for Tehran for 11 years ago. Mm -hmm. I think these kind of martyr murals, maybe they are not good, good uh, uh, from visual perspective for mm -hmm. contemporary Tehran. And I, I respect their decision because they, dis dis I mean they decided to renovate these murals with new designs. new designs. And I think we, uh, Tehran needs this change also for martyr paintings. Interesting, yeah. This lady had a question too, yeah. Thank you. Hi, I really enjoyed your work. Um, I have a question about your practice, public versus private. And I know that you mentioned you take very careful measures about what you paint um, in public versus what your studio practice looks like. And um, I know you mentioned in your artist statement that you talk about human precepts of fear, hope, and um, loss. But do you see your practice as dichotomous when it comes to public versus private, where public is very hopeful, but in your current work, let's say, uh, Spaces of hope is rather sarcastic for the visual imagery we are looking at. I usually use same visual language, but the concepts are totally different. You know, per personally, I like to stay in my studio and work for myself. But I think that uh, sometimes I need to come out and do some projects because of my, uh, you know, uh, variety of my experiences, you know, period of war, after revolution, uh, 
studied uh, something like m medical science and then studied painting and then cinema. I think I have something to show for people in public spaces. And I like to do some public projects uh, maybe twice or three times per year, but I don't want, I, I want to spend my time more in my mm -hmm. studio. Could, could you tell us something about the, the gallery scene also in, in Tehran? At the last event we had, uh, I spoke to a woman who works at a, an art gallery in New York and goes to Tehran <coughs> frequently. And she said, Friday nights, everyone is gallery hopping. Yeah, it's very uh, That good. it's a really, really active scene. If you could describe that a little bit. Uh, I mean, part of my, me and my family's projects for Fridays are going to art galleries because we had, I'm, I'm not sure, I didn't update my information, uh, but we have around 70 art galleries in uh, mainly two parts of Tehran, north part and the uh, center part of Tehran, and you can decide which one <laughs> you want to visit in this Friday. And there are lots of good galleries and uh, huge amount of artists that working in Tehran. Yeah, and I think it's very good to uh, it's very good to find a way to show their experiences here in West. I, I agree. I, I, some of the most pleasurable evenings I've spent in Tehran have been going to galleries. Uh, I mean, it's a social scene as well as an art scene, I, and so lively. Yeah. And I think because of their experiences that they had during these years that influenced their works, and they worked to see. Yeah, yeah. Please, yeah. This is Iman. Thank you, Mehdi, for your amazing work. Uh, Thank you. Uh, my question was, um, does... Uh, either helping you or uh, on their own, do any females do any uh, public arts like these murals or uh, any other public part arts with the municipality? In my group, I mean, in the people that, uh, I mean, in the group that, of people that are helping me, I have, uh, I mean, uh, females and uh, male, female and male, yeah. yeah. Uh, my wife helped me for many years, <laughs> also my sisters and my classmates. I think uh, we are working well in this, in my groups, uh, mm -hmm. but about other artists, uh, artists, uh, yes, we had uh, many female artists who worked on walls in Tehran. I'm not sure for uh, last five years because I have no connection uh, with municipality. I can add to that, actually, that when I was there for my first trip a long time ago, uh, the heads of the National Painters Society and most of the leadership of the National Painters Society were women. And, uh, and the, they, we selected an exhibition from 1,100, almost 1,200 uh, people that, that, that uh, submitted. There were 100, I think, 110 or something like that that were selected for the exhibition that was at the National at the, the Museum of Contemporary Art in Tehran. And it was a, a, a goodly portion, I would say, close to half, if not more, uh, were, uh, were, women, were yeah. women artists. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the, in fact, the women artists that I, when I, when I was there, I was approached about, with more materials about getting my work. The women artists were very aggressive. 
and very, I mean, not because I'm a man, but just because they, they, they were. And they, 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 they are, and I think that uh, my experience with women, I'm married to an Iranian woman, so I, I, I know, my, my experience with Iranian women is they're not shy about things. <laughs> and the Western view of what happens with, uh, of what, uh, what women are in, in Iran is very mistaken. Is that I fair? Would, yes, yeah. I, I would agree with that completely, yeah. Also, I teach in university, uh, Surah University, and all my students are uh, women. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, it's not, uh, the university is not only for uh, women, but all my students are women. It, it shows the majority of women in arts, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You had another question. Yes. Uh, now that you're working in Boston, uh, has that impacted your imagination differently from the time that you were working in Tehran? Uh, since you said you hold some reservation for creating public art in Tehran, how, does it, how is it different from working here in Boston? Oh, I can't analyze your question. Uh, <laughs> زمانی که تهران بودین گفتین که برای اینکه این مردم و عموم بخوان هنر رو ببینن باید یک سری محدودیت‌ها یک سری تغییراتی دراش انجام بدین الان که در بوستون هستین این آزادی عملی که ممکنه اینجا باشه در تصور شما در خلاقیت شما تأثیری میذاره الان فکر میکنید که خب من اینجا میتونم هر چیز خلق بکنم in my opinion, because as artists who worked in Tehran and who commissioned before these murals in other projects, I knew my limitations. So I didn't use, I mean, uh, 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 specific kind of uh, image. Uh, but this limitation that I talked about uh, uh, before was limitations from uh, my inner side uh, to not create dark subjects and dark concepts on wall and uh, make life worse than yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> make uh, life worse than what it was mm -hmm. okay do you have any more questions no, no. i think we're good i, yeah. I think we're good yeah. uh, I want to thank you so much again for coming. This has been really a unique uh, pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Um, and uh, I would invite other artists from Iran to come and visit us here at the Atlantic <laughs> Council. Um, maybe we have some walls here you could, uh, you could decorate <laughs> a little bit better. Thank you so much, and, and good luck to you.